Ooh. Yeah, you do look like sexy Serena Vanderwoodson. I was like, well, I do a headband or a Serena. My hair looked like shit today, I so couldn't... I did a Serena. <laughs> I couldn't find my headband today. So I did this, which has little pearls in it. Ooh. And then... Um, I mean, you have the whole preppy look going. Yeah, and then I have the, the whole preppy. Set. Matching set. I am wearing a skirt, but it basically is like a tube top. And then I'm also wearing like fake pearl earrings. Oh, very nice. Because I felt well, like that was really a Blair Waldorf. Blair would never wear fake pearl earrings. Well, I'm sorry, Blair, but Jenny I'm not as rich as you. Yet. I'm drinking champagne. Oh, I'm drinking out of a champagne flute. That's even better. Um, I don't have any champagne flutes. I um, am. I'm drinking uh, iced tea because this show's all about tea. True. True. Yeah, this is gonna be very similar to our, our Bridgerton. Yeah, <laughs> but when we're modern, it's a little yeah. Um, yeah, basically. They kind of do the same shtick. I like how we're saying it like as if Bridgerton thought of it first. No, Bridgerton definitely ripped off Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, Lady Whistledown is a direct ripoff of Gossip Girl. Like, so... But, like, I think they do it better. <laughs> um, like, if you're gonna have a Gossip Girl, like a mystery Gossip Girl thing, then, like... Bridgerton definitely did it better because I didn't know that Gossip Girl was a mystery until I, I found out. Like, <laughs> I way in that that was an issue. Yeah, so I think that like it was weird. I didn't realize that Gossip Who is Gossip Girl was supposed to be a mystery. My yeah. mom said when she watched the first episode, she was like, "I need to watch more. I need to find out who Gossip Girl is." And I had finished the show and was like, "Oh, you cared about that?" <laughs> yeah, like, what? Like, I don't know anyone who could have taken that away. Like, but my I just mom thought it was like the narrator. Mysteries. So. <laughs> yeah, I thought Gossip Girl was just like the like gossip website after school, and like it was just some nerd who got a lot of like tips about like people in their classes' lives, and they yeah. were just showing us the parts that were about our main characters, or like our main characters were just so dramatic that they had all the stuff about them. I thought it was like Twitter, like oh, did yeah. you see what this person did. Like I thought people just submitted. Well, because also they showed, like, clips like, of people, like, submitting tips yeah. to Gossip Girl and stuff. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then, like, nobody has to, like, know all the ins and outs of what's going on because, like, you just start getting texts constantly and deciding which ones you want to put on blast. But does that mean that, like, Gossip Girl is then was really a gossip column exclusively about, like, Nate, Chuck, Blair, Serena, Dan, and Jenny? Like... What? Who's reading that? In one of the um, <laughs> who fucking cares? In one of the post graduation season, Serena just is like has a thing that's like dedicated to like figuring out who Gossip Girl is and why they've been tormenting like their core group of six, I think, or five or whatever, like for so long and like what's going on. And I was like, wait. Gossip Girl only talks about, like, you guys. I thought Gossip Girl talked about everyone, and we only heard about you guys. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, Gossip Girl is just the director of the show. I don't understand. That's just I like... was like, what the fuck? But okay. I do remember always making fun it's of, weird. like, Chuck Bass for just, like, saying, 
I'm Chuck Bass. Like, it, like, means anything. Like, I remember as a kid, I was like, yeah. why does he keep saying his name? Like, it's going to change things. Like, he's just a dude. Chuck <laughs> like, Bass what? is such a meme. He's such kind of, like, a dweeb, too, when you go back. Um, but one thing that I, I went back and watched it that threw me off was, um, like, looking back on it now, where I'm probably older than the actors were playing high schoolers, Chuck, like, does kind of look really young. And it's weird, mm. even though he plays a high schooler, his personality is that of, like, <laughs> a 40-year-old with a gambling addiction. And, like, <laughs> he just, his face, though, is so, like, poreless. It's, like, little baby face. And he's just, like, having threesomes, like, hanging on bitches, like, investing in stocks. Mm. And it's, I think, like, like, some aspects of his personality give, like, college frat boy but just like with i think his whole personality is like like a a frat boy who never learned right from wrong who like has obscene amounts of money yeah which i like guess a, like lots like of frat boys do have obscene. yeah like that kind of vibe yeah, totally. so like from that aspect i think he he's young and like he looks it and his personality is young but i think like his personality ages up so fucking much yeah. like in the show like so quickly and i'm like what the hell like in the first episode i watched it i was like oh yeah he's that like he's that kid who like you meet who's like just just fucking awful yeah and obnoxious <laughs> um another thing that i thought was crazy that i kind of forgot about in the show is in episode one nate's dad is like putting all this pressure on his relationship with blair being like you need to keep dating blair so that her family likes our family and we'll do business with them and i was like mm-hmm. is this genuinely how you guys are thinking like oh you my 16 year old kid's relationship with this girl is going to affect my business deals because it shouldn't and it's really weird that this is how it works yeah the way the parents in that show like are so invested in their kids relationships because it happens there and it happens to chuck as well like his dad's like oh like it's going to be good for you to have a real girlfriend because you'll finally settle down. And it's like, well, no, he's, like, still 16. And the same yeah. thing happens with, like, Dan and uh, Serena when her mom's like, well, Serena and Dan are dating, so I, a 45-year-old woman, can't date the father of my, like, 14-year-old I think to some extent so. I understood that because, like, there's more involved than, like, just... Um, like, it's, like, I feel like it is weird to some extent if, like, you're dating your kid's boyfriend's dad. I think it makes sense when she's, like, okay, I might not pursue this relationship because my daughter is dating his son. And, like, odds are the daughter and son are going to break up. But, like, she doesn't want to pursue this relationship when it's sort of, like, this yeah. awkward line to be crossed. Like, I think it was weird that they got married while their kids were still in high school and, like, living under their roofs. Because it's like, oh, you know your kids are, like, step-siblings, but also they are, like, yeah. on-again, off-again relationship. Do they also not, like, share a sibling at some point, too? I don't know, maybe. I can't I remember. feel like if I was, like, to my parents, this is my boyfriend, I would want my mom to tell me if his dad is her ex. Like, you could just, you don't have to go into detail, just, I feel like she should have been told that. Yeah. At least they have history. <laughs> yeah, I it's know. Like, oh, Humphrey, probably. I actually used to date. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't think they have that kind of relationship. Like, I would understand if Rufus told Dan, oh, 
like Lily is my ex, like your girlfriend's mom is my ex-girlfriend. And like it was a really serious relationship. But like, I don't think that Lily and Serena have the kind of relationship where she would bring it up. She'd be like, oh, he's just a disgusting lower classman. Oh, I guess that's fair. Yeah. But like, all, yeah, I guess she did try to work that angle for a bit. Um, yeah. Even though Dan is like, what, middle upper class? Yeah, you're, it was, <laughs> the body's wise. Your family is middle upper class. Can we talk about the fact that Dan's family apartment is a loft apartment in Brooklyn that, as far as I can tell, has one bedroom? His family is so fucking annoying because they're just like, oh, we're poor, we're poor. And then, like, continuously do, do like, not poor person things. Yeah, but I, no. You live in New York. <laughs> I, I just want to understand where they all sleep. Because it seems like the thing he opens, the loft thing opens, and <laughs> it's Jenny's bedroom sometimes, and sometimes it's Dan's bedroom. It's never Rufus's oh, they, bedroom. They actually rotate rooms, and they're homeless the other half of the time. <laughs> it's kind of a fun show that way, I think, too, where it's mm-hmm. like... I feel like Gossip Girl is supposed to be like... Well, I think Gossip Girl is supposed to be like an escapist sort of like run to this world of like the rich and like True. fabulous and like live here for like 40 minutes a week and then like go back to your normal life where you have to do boring mundane right. stuff I so like yeah i think it's comedic looking back on it especially because like the stuff they do is so ridiculous but i think a lot of their viewers at the time or at least i don't know when i watched it and to be fair i might have been too young to be watching it i was like 12 or 13 when i like watched all of it um I think after it had all come out too, like I definitely was really invested. Like I was like, "This is drama." I was crying. I was oh, like yeah. heartbroken. I think like, it's definitely yeah. drama. I think like I just watched like the season finale, like the first season finale, and prep here, and they do make like like I didn't notice as much. Like looking back on it, I, I didn't remember that, but watching it, like Blair does make like jokes a lot of the time because I also thought it was like a lot more serious than that. But there are like moments where but oh, it, it they make jokes out. yeah but i yeah. think like any good show has to have like characters who are making jokes. i think they do a better job at having like all the characters are a bit witty in like their response yeah 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 totally and there's so many which I like. just like would sit down and be like you're a dumb ugly bitch i'm like wait <laughs> it's like are blair you saying your like, husband left you and then like gets up and leaves <laughs> blair is really good at like just like oh dragging people like just, fucking like, tearing them down with like these not subtle words should we talk about the fact that gossip girl got a reboot um yeah we can i've heard terrible terrible things i've only really heard bad things about it but then i did watch one video essay that said that um people did enjoy which i don't think it got another season maybe it did oh, okay. that said that like people did were enjoying the show and that like it was mainly like the critics that didn't like it Um, did you watch any of it i watched like i've seen like clips of it like i'd watch like ooh, like extra spicy thing happened in gossip girl reboot and i'd be like okay i'll watch this one clip of like what's happening okay yeah yeah um i did i will say like i do think there were like good aspects to it i like that you know who gossip girl is in episode one but i think it's kind of weird that it's the teachers I heard it was the teachers. Yeah. Um, I think, like, it's okay if it's the teachers, but I think, like, I saw the, the scene of it because I was, like, watching a review. 
Yeah. But, like, isn't it, like, I feel like their reasoning was weird behind it. Like, they're, like, oh, like, we got to, like, put these kids in check or something. Which but I think is weird. weird. I feel like they could have come up with something more fun. I also think, like, okay, I went to a private school, and maybe I'm just, like, a really goody-goody, but, like, I feel like at my school, I didn't notice that much, like, like kids being dicks to the teachers. And, like, I feel like a lot of the kids, it's, like, they were spoiled and, like, stuff, but it was, like, not, like, oh, like, I'm better than my teacher. Like, I have more money than my teacher. It was more just, like, being, like, a, like, just, like, yeah. being unaware of their, like, privilege kind of thing. Like, and, yeah, like, being like, sort of very, like, not, like, haha, I'm rich, you're poor. It's, like, subtle yeah. things that they don't even notice that they're doing. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it wasn't, like, like, I feel like it was never, like, oh, like, I'm better than you to my teachers. It was always sort of just, like, oh, these are your teachers and, like, you want good grades and, like, you're going to, like, cry to them if you don't get good grades. Like, that's how you're spoiled kind of thing. And then, like, that's, like, the plot of, like, why the teachers are gossip girls because, like, they're shitty to the teachers. And it's, like, I don't think this is how, like, private school kids would be acting to their teachers. I think they'd be shitty to each other. Right. Um, yeah, it's weird that they have beef with the teachers because, yeah, even in, like, the OG Gossip Girl, they don't really beef with the teachers. No, yeah. They, like, try, like, I think Blair tries to once and gets, like, her ass absolutely handed to her. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, like, I think the adults are always kind of, like, too big fish, too big of fish for them to fry, and they always kind of just stick to each other. Like, the villains are never really adults up until, like, later seasons it's like i could see you like not liking your teacher because you think they're unfairly like grading you or something like that i just didn't really get that as like the the reason yeah. for them being gossip girl i didn't like that um, i feel like it could have been so interesting too if it was more to do with like they had beef with their the kids parents and like through yeah. gossip girl they uncovered like their hidden their parents hidden secrets kind of thing yeah i think that would have made like, sense too because it's yeah. like oh like these kids are spoiled and it's their parents' fault. Like, not like, let's bully these 15-year-olds yeah. because they're mean to us. Yeah, should we talk about tropes? Sure. <clears throat> okay. We kind of talked about this earlier, um, but sorry. I think Chuck is the epitome of the early 2000s bad boy, which is, you know, in, like, a lot of the early 2000s movies and TV shows where it's clear they don't know how to create a guy who's, like, not good like they're like oh what what do yeah. guy guys who aren't nice do and it's like oh they women and it's like okay but also no can i say a chuck bass line that i um that i heard in episode one that is so weird that i wrote it down yeah okay just while we're on the topic of chuck bass i said line that was fucked up in the pilot <laughs> when discussing serena he says there's something about that level of perfection that needs to be violated. <laughs> and then he later tries to assault her. Yeah, Chuck uh, season one, episode one, is I also, like a security max criminal. <laughs> He's like, he tries to um, like assault Jenny too. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that until the end. And like, I thought maybe like, because I think I vaguely remembered like, Dan came and punched Chuck and I thought it was like that like Jenny was just freaked out being like alone with him and then I went back and watched the episode because like I haven't watched the show in 
nearly a decade i'm realizing now um so like when i went back and watched it i was like oh no he was straight up like forcing himself on her and she was saying no stop it stop like i felt like yeah she was just like a lot drink i thought he was just like pressuring her to like drink with him on the roof and she was like uncomfortable and she was like texting her brother like can you come get me like i don't really know how to get out of this situation and then i rewatched i was like oh no like this is really fucked up yeah and i think that that is the better that's what it should have been and i think that that's what the writers wish it would have been as well because i don't think she ever does anything like that again after the pilot and so I'm just wondering if maybe that just didn't really test well. Well, so here's <laughs> episode, a and I can't watch here's it. A, here's a spoiler for later in the seasons. I don't know if you got to the part where Jenny leaves. Um, like when York, she runs away, where like her character leaves the show. Oh, I think but, um, maybe I just stopped watching when she left. Jenny and Chuck do have sex. <laughs> I knew. <clears throat> I knew that they had sex. <laughs> And like, it's and I'm not always like, confused as to why, because he, yeah, I he think was they upset, just... like something with Blair, I'm sure. And then like, randomly, Jenny and Chuck, and she was mad because like, I think Nate rejected her or something. And so randomly, like, she loses her virginity to Chuck. And I'm like, really? The guy who like, a couple years ago, like, tried to assault you. Yeah. Really? There's Chuck, what and they just... happens to, like... And I feel like that was a thing as well in, like, I don't, like, Oscar was, like, what, 2005? 2007 to 2012. Oh, shit. So, like, way, like, 2007, way too late to even be, like, oh, you know, it was, like, the 80s, so they didn't know that that was, that wasn't okay. And then there's, like, now, where they absolutely should have known better, but anyway, still did it. And then it's kind of just, like, they brush it under the rug so quickly. They're like, actually, like, just, you could just pretend that never happened. And the rest of the show I, makes a lot more sense. I think just, like, if they wanted to brush that under the rug, which, to be fair, like, my brain had, like, yes, same. rewritten it to think, oh, no, this is what happened. Like, he didn't actually do it. Like, yeah. You like Because, like, I remember the scene with Serena where she, like, knees him in the balls. And I was like, okay, but that was pretty, like, quick. And then, like, it was over. And then that actually lasted longer than I thought, too. Because, like your brain like rewrites it to like not be the case because he becomes like a like a lovable character yeah kind of so like you're like oh this can't be true but yeah so i think if they did want us to forget it they should basically never ever put chuck and jenny in any scenes together yeah ever. And they should not. <laughs> you're so um, right That's and they should not have blair <laughs> run jenny out of new york after she finds out jenny fucked her boyfriend it's like excuse me remember what your boyfriend did to her like yeah what the fuck yeah three or four seasons ago we're going to talk about that in the show, in the first episode, the two girls who Chuck, like, asks, oh, who's that about Jenny are like, oh, she's not going to be so pure after you're done with her. And I'm like, so you all know that he does yeah. really bad things. Like, he probably has actually done that to girls before. And yeah. you're all just like, oh, no, he's just a bad boy. And I think a lot of early 2000s shows, and, like, even earlier, but, like, I noticed it a lot in those shows and those, like, rom-com type movies where it's like, if they're trying to depict a guy who's like a bad boy, they're like, oh, well, we'll have him like basically try to assault someone. And it's like, okay, yeah. maybe take a step back and be like, there's levels between like, I'm a nice guy and I just tried to force myself on you. And I just like want to get that out of the way that Gossip Girl makes Chuck Bass is like the perfect example of them not understanding how to create a yeah. bad boy character. Yeah, because they like believe it too. Like, they're like, oh no, like this is just a shtick. <laughs> Like, oh, classic Chuck. Like, 
criminally yeah. assaulting someone. Like, no, this, your friend's not quirky. Yeah, it's not like... You should go to like, jail. <laughs> it's not like... He's not like a, a sexy bad boy. It's he's like, like oh, a, I go by the beat of my own drum. <laughs> he's pretty fucked up kind of thing. I always have my... I talk to people about the show. That's kind of one of the first things I say is if you're going to get on board with the show and really enjoy it and, you know, to enjoy the show, I think part of that is um, just being really into Chuck. Uh, then you yeah. have to forget about certain scenes in episode one and just delete them from your brain. I think Otherwise, you almost have to not watch the first episode of the show. Yeah. I, I just hate when writers are making, like, the bad character or, like, not even necessarily the bad character. Here's what I think. When there's, like, the, oh, the bad boy and, like, the good boy, when I think of, like, a bad boy, I don't think of, like, the villain or, like, the evil person. I think it's, like... The one that's not like the Boy Scout. The one that's like, probably ha- like I don't know, like like he doesn't follow the rules. Yeah, like, like he's more kind of does whatever like, he an anti-hero wants. vibes. I don't think yeah. he's like pure evil. And I kind of think it's like it annoys me so much when people. I feel like it's like almost like the same thing as being like a pick me. You know, um, guys that aren't necessarily like the Boy Scout or like the captain of the football team, and that are like supposed to be the bad boys. But then they also just make them evil. It's like the same thing to me when they make like Sharpay evil. But it's like, well, why is she evil? Just because she's feminine. And it's like, oh, why is he a bad boy? Just because like. Yeah, it's like you didn't need to take it a step further by making yeah. them like a bad person. Like you almost yeah. could have been like, oh, like I think Chuck in general, like the way he portray, the way like you portray him as the bad boy character is that like he does things that are beneficial to himself. And so, like, from that standpoint, it's like, yeah, he could do the right thing, but, like, it's probably not unless, like, it helps him in some way or, like, it affects his life. Like, he's not going to, like, go out of his way to do something good. And I think that's enough to make him, like, sort of, like, a more of a bad boy character than, like, having to, like, actually just make him, like, a terrible person. Because, like, outside of that first episode of what he does, like, he is still really shitty. And, like, they kind of could have, like, eased up on that a little bit. Because, like, I feel like a lot of early on Chuck is, like, so irredeemable. But then, like, yeah, they're, like... And, like, this happens in all TV shows. Like, if they force a narrative on you enough, you just start to believe it. Yeah. It's, like, they just try to convince you that he's... Like, I remember when I... Yeah, like, I remember... But it's fine. But it's not fine. It's, like, Chuck is so evil. And then at some point, like, they just decide that he's not evil. And, like, there's more to him. And, like, because, like, you're watching it from that perspective and, like, how the show wants you to watch it, mm-hmm. you very much believe that. But then if you look at it objectively, it's, like, he's a really bad, bad person and we shouldn't forgive him. I will say one thing about Gossip Girl is basically all of the, like, you can watch, like, the first five episodes of the season and the last five episodes of the season and you get everything you need to know <laughs> and all the middle episodes. And this is something yeah. that, like, my brother said to me because he was, like, he shockingly loves teen drama shows also um um, and he was like yeah sometimes i skip like the middle 10 episodes because it's just filler it's just like they'll get into a fight that they'll never speak of again like at the end of the 10 episodes so i just like (laughs) get rid of it and i'm like oh that's really fair like i think it is like the first few episodes of the season or the last few episodes of the season are basically everything important that you need to know about the show and the characters yeah I think um, when I was thinking about it, I was like, I realized um, Gossip Girl 
because like obviously it is I think I like watched like a video essay or something that said like Gossip Girl had like a choice at the end of its first season where it could like be like a genuine commentary on the yeah. rich and the wealthy or like it could just like be an escape into that world and I feel like I enjoy that it really went the like not commentary route <laughs> you like the um, post season on Gossip Girl but like I feel like Dan is supposed to be that like Re- that quote real world commentary he's still, like obviously very wealthy and like the reason why you like don't like his character is like because like he i think he like suffers from that like trope of like being in a sort of a crazy world and then trying to be the normal one it's yeah. like the same way that um the hat girl in scream queens in season yeah, one like true. she suffers from that because it's like oh this world is already so ridiculous and like out of like obviously like i'm sure there are real people there there are to some extent like people who act like that um i don't think it's like crazy to say that like there are people who are so like wealthy that they don't like fucking realize how like insane their lives are and stuff but like it's sort of like this world is so crazy not of the realm of possibility to me that it's like having someone who's like me being put in this world honestly is just annoying like yeah i I see what you mean (laughs) i'm trying to bring it back to reality like just let it run yeah and so i think totally. that like i don't know what that like trope would be but he kind of like suffers from that a lot where he's like not willing to just go with it so like you kind of just end up being really mad that he's like even there that happens actually in parks and rec i think that was one of the reasons why mark brandanowitz got written off in season one was because he was supposed to be the straight man and they're just like this show is being anchored like it's being tethered down by a straight man so we just need to cut them loose um, yeah yeah you either die in season one when you're written off or you see yourself become long enough a hero long enough to become a <laughs> what's the word um uh to become you either a, die a hero or you live long oh, enough to see yourself a become fucking dan humphrey <laughs> in it's season a- six of <laughs> gossip girl <laughs> oh can we talk about uh Princess, but specifically in terms of like dating. Uh, okay. So, you know, we talked about Princess a bit in Friends, but I guess even Princess happens a lot here too. But to me, like Princess happens in every teen drama. I'll get over that. Like everyone's sleeping with everyone. Let's get real. Princess is just like yeah. a natural part of that's fine. being gonna... an adult with friends of like whatever gender you're attracted to. Exactly. And I think it's totally natural and it's fine. I think when it gets weird is when, like, you're all each other's exes. Yeah, That's okay, I call this... <laughs> I like to call this relationship popping in the sense okay. that in a TV show, when it's gone on long enough and they don't know what to do, they just start saying, oh, what would happen if, like, we switched up the relationship so it's these this person dates this person for a bit and then, oh, what if we made this person date this person for a bit? And, like, they just, like, swap all the characters yeah. until eventually they basically all fuck each other. And, like... it's weird, man. And then, like, at the end of the show, whenever they decide whatever characters are going to get together, get together, they just have the last two characters who aren't together. you like, oh, I'm actually really attracted to you, and I always have been. It's like, what? Yeah. Um, one thing I'll say about that is real shocked that... Like, not shocked because I don't think it would be, it would make sense, but real shocked that, like, Chuck only ever dates Blair. Um, 
in terms of like the friend group like i never wanted chuck and jenny to ever interact with each yeah. other after episode That's one weird. <laughs> um, but um and i like kind of and it would have been really out of character for him to date serena i guess but like it just seems like did him and serena ever sleep together i thought they did no oh, okay so i was just rumor. thank god no nothing ever happened with him between him and serena 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 just wouldn't, I don't think. Serena wouldn't. I think Serena does think very, like, Serena fucking hates Chuck. Yeah, she Like, I she think does. even when they're friends, she and doesn't love him. She doesn't like him. She would not like go it, for a Chuck. She goes for I think Dan. It, at like, most, she's, like, sympathetic towards him. But then again, okay, and that's the other thing. Blair has slept with Chuck, Dan, and Nate. <laughs> I don't, I didn't see this season, but, like, I found out that, Dan and Blair dated, and that's weird to me. How was that? Um, I, when watching it, absolutely hated it. I was so mad. Okay. Upon reflection, I don't hate it. Okay. And I don't want to. Yeah. I watched the I talk about a little it, bit because no, I actually do have it. some thoughts on it that I want to bring up. Okay. Later, we'll put a pin in it. But <laughs> yeah. That's Maybe, yeah, but, um, I, yeah, I don't hate it. I think, um, Blair is the one who could definitely most seamlessly date everyone in the show and then still act like she's, uh, better than all of them. (laughs) She's like, I have. Okay, you get, like, one. And then after that, it gets really weird. Because then it's also, like, not only is it, like, 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 it's not only, like, it's not like some other guy that you're jumping to or, like, a friend that. (laughs) you leave your boyfriend for it's like it's like your new boyfriend and it's also your best friend's ex he's like hooked up with your other friend and it's also like your ex-boyfriend's best friend like what the fuck (laughs) what i think is is acceptable in this because it starts off with um nate is in love with serena but dating blair um i'm okay to forego the the nate blair relationship and so get a gimme on that one and so for nate and blair i think yeah both of them can kind of leave that and like very much have it be like oh we started dating in kindergarten and we just like really like it just we never realized that this you know wasn't it see from that perspective as like they're they're kids so they think that's sort of what it is but i haven't watched it in a while but i remember it being like a relatively significant plot point of season one because then she and chuck putting herself out there for him and him just like i feel like fucking shattering her self-esteem yeah lots of <laughs> and then like that i don't like and we talk about all the time but like the will they won't they i've especially in this situation where it's just i'm tired of it oh see i would say with chuck and blair um a lot of their will they won't they, like i would say up until they actually get together um at the end of season two or three or whenever they like say i love you i actually found their will they won't they really compelling but i think everything that happens after that like when they like break up get back together have all these like really arbitrary reasons why they can't be together i think that's really annoying well that's what i like i feel like they never have a good reason to not be together like, yeah you know the reason they, they they don't end up together at the end of season one they're about to like run away together they have this like whole trip to like europe planned sounds fucking lit and they're about to go on his private jet to fly off and then chuck's dad his died? dad's like no his dad oh. just comes up to him and is like 
well, I'm really proud of you, son, because you're going away now with a real girlfriend, oh. and that's going to teach you responsibility and how to be faithful. And then Chuck's like, and then like, oh yeah, I actually leaves her. I actually so thought that, okay, I kind of like that because it really showed how like deep Chuck's daddy issues run and like how like much growth he has to do still if he wants to be in a real relationship because like he can't even like confess to like Blair that he like like he can't talk to her about what he's going through he just like immediately acts out and like fucks some other girls um I guess I think it like like I'm okay if that to happen once but then it's like I'm I think not what was dumb is, they're gonna get together again and then they break up it again and I don't believe it like okay so I thought what was dumb was that and like I did understand why Blair didn't want to get back with him after that because she's like no like yeah I'm tired of putting myself out there and like having you hurt me but, like I think it was a stupid reason for them not to get back together was like in season five or I think six like the end of season six or like uh, or at the beginning of season six sorry or like the end of season five they like show them like meeting up and hooking up and then Blair says something along the lines of like we can't accomplish what we want to accomplish without hurting each other so like this is my goal and this is your goal and once it's over then we can be together but we can't beforehand because we'll just end up using each other and hurting each other to do it and I was like that's really stupid (laughs) that's like a reason to not date each other also like also, what are the I rules feel like of that? that's just a fundamental, like, toxicity with your two personalities. Yeah. That's not like, oh, we have conflicts of interest. That's, yeah, that was kind of like, like we I was kind of like, oh, at this point, like, I could get it if you're like, we have to keep this relationship a secret because, like, you need to portray a certain image to, like, accomplish this oh, goal or whatever. Like, that would have been almost more interesting than, like, oh, like, we just have to, like, get this one thing done. Because there's always going to be something. Yeah. Like, it's, it's never going to end. Like, if that's your problem, then that's how we're going to end. But yeah, will they, won't they in the show, to some extent, was done well with Blair and Chuck. But I think it got to a point where it was, like, very poorly done. Also, I guess Serena and Dan kind of had a will they, won't they. But, like, it was just bad. Because it was just like, we can't date. Our parents are married. At least with that, though, I prefer it because they seem to have actual reasons why they break up. Like, they break up in season one because... Dan sped up with Serena lying to him. And I always like as well in shows, if there's like a breakup or there's like a confrontation, I like when like it it makes sense with what I've seen because I feel like a lot of breakups kind of are random in shows. But I like yeah. that it was kind of subtle actually in that moment where like Dan was like, no, but like you lie to me constantly. And it's like, ooh, I didn't know the show was even aware that Serena was doing that all the time. Yeah, I do think I appreciate that like, their breakup made sense. I am looking back, and, like, I still think Dan is probably one of the worst characters on the show. Looking back, I kind of appreciate him more as a character, like, um, in yeah. the show. I think, like, um... Like, I, I hated him. He didn't deserve the amount of hate I gave him when I was a little 13-year-old, 12-year-old me watching the show. But, um... <laughs> And, like, yeah, I think in the context of the show, I get why he was annoying, but, like, he's not as bad as I... I think my last thing that I had to say about Dan was that I think because, like, the writers were so stuck in what he had to be as a character, that he had to be, like, the moral voice of reason, it kind of got messed up when they had to also keep him prevalent so, like, he'd get sucked into the drama and he would do a lot of the, like, backstabbing and conniving and then he loses all of his moral high ground by, like, doing that. 
they keep trying to make him that like I think they like have this one dimensional idea of what his character yeah. is and they're not allowing for like this room for growth and they're just like well I don't belong to this world I didn't realize it's like no don't act calculated and then say oh well I don't belong to this world like I don't understand the rules it's like you do now though you do get the rules anyways yeah he acts an awful lot like one of them for someone who keeps talking about how he's not one of them like mm-hmm. It, I think it is an interesting idea that Dan is Gossip Girl, and I didn't see any of the later seasons, but I think that could have worked if they knew that from the start. But obviously they didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't... I didn't care that much. But I think the way they handled it was bad. But there is a fun plot in season five where Georgina is Gossip Girl. Oh, okay. Like, basically, like, I think, like, Dan, or, like, as we know it, Gossip Girl, hangs up their hat and, like, leaves, like, their computer or something to Georgina with, like, all their tips and information. I think it was something like that. Oh, interesting. And then Georgina, like, takes over and is Gossip Girl, and you see her trying to be Gossip Girl and trying to, like, keep, like, making... She, like, tries to, like... In the episode, I watch orchestrate gossip to happen because... And she's like, it's so hard because we're not all forced to be in the same place like in high school because they're like adults now. And like, it's hard to like make them all like be at school together and drop a she's bomb. She's just like and, producing like, the show. Like, fuck, how like, do we yeah. get these characters to stay together? Yeah, I feel like it is just like a like a commentary on like, oh shit, okay, how do we make this highest impact as possible? Oh, yeah. so like fourth wall, that's crazy. Um, I liked what she was in, in the season I was watching because it was like, she randomly is like married with a kid. <laughs> and like she's just a terrible oh. mother and like she hates her husband and like she just like is in she there she doesn't doing... deserve that much hate like no 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 <laughs> but I just think it's really like a, a funny like sort of like way they do the picture because like it's that and then also she's like in her office being gossip girl and her husband's like oh well maybe you could do he's like trying to suggest ways to help her and she's like you're fucking useless like get out of here <laughs> she's like go deal with our child <laughs> like really like he's like super turned on like really over the top villain and like i just think that's a really fun way to play it with georgina she also Um, like caves very quickly i thought that that she was wrapped up really quickly by blair and the gang when she was trying to blackmail serena it took all of one confrontation from blair and she was just like "Mm, (coughs) bye well i feel like georgina's power comes from like like, I feel like the reason why she worked as Gossip Girl for a little bit is because she's really good at, like, hiding behind. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, I think, like, the name of Gossip Girl. Like, she, she like, is very powerful when, like, you don't have anything on her. But as soon as you confront her in any way, she, like, crumbles. Okay, okay. So that's, like, her thing. Interesting. Um, but I think it's kind of funny and, like, fits with her character. Like, I feel like she wants to be, like, the best villain there is. And then she just, like can't hold up yeah um i also have some notes on blair and serena's friendship that i would like to discuss at this moment this is the most toxic fucking relationship i've ever seen of just like these two people who like just clearly fundamentally do not understand each other trying to be friends but like it's mostly just like them constantly backstabbing each other and fighting i think Blair is a bad friend, but I think in the first couple of seasons, a lot of what she does to Serena is very reactionary and petty, whereas, like, Serena just genuinely is really shit to Blair in the first couple of seasons. Like, yeah. she's Blair's boyfriend. Then, 
after she sleeps with Blair's boyfriend, leaves town, doesn't tell Blair, doesn't tell anyone she left town, doesn't call Blair and say, yeah. I'm really sorry, like, doesn't say anything to her, and then comes back to town, feels bad about what she did, and says, well, why don't you want to be my friend anymore? I feel badly. And it's like, that's not enough for me to forgive what you did. And that's not enough. Like, Blair doesn't yeah. even know about her sleeping with Nate at first. Yeah, and, like, been... yeah, still her friend coming to town. And she's willing to, like, be like, okay, fine. Like, maybe we're going through something I don't understand. I'll forgive you. And then, like, she finds out Serena and Nate slept together. And I feel like Serena's still trying to play the victim. And I feel like Serena, in the first few episodes at least, and, like, maybe later in as much in the first few episodes, plays this card of, like, why don't people feel more bad for me? But, like, I don't, I think she burned enough bridges that none of her old friends should want to be friends with her when she comes back to town. Yeah, and it makes totally. sense. And, it, and then it makes sense that, like, her and Dan have this connection because, like, he only knows really, like, the new Serena. Like, he yeah. only knows who she is now and who she's trying to be. And then that's how you see her redemption, not just, like, well, I feel bad about what I did. <laughs> it's like, that's not enough. Like, Yeah, I think as well as the fact of, like, Serena just becomes, I think, well, like, some of what we say, like, they do, like, the they just try to kind of convince you that she is this way without actually showing you. Like, they just, like, have such a hard-on for Serena. They never want her to be really the bad guy, which doesn't help her case because I think every time they do, like, flashbacks or try to, like, allude to, like, her dark past where, like, she made all these terrible mistakes. Um, they Whenever, like, they show anything or, like, whenever they discuss anything, they never have, like, the balls to actually commit to her having done something shitty. It's always, like, she's always, like, never actually doing anything bad. Like, even Basically. when she was like, being blackmailed for, like, attempted murder, it was, like, kind of, oh, well, no, but you didn't actually kill him. So Basically, like, everything Serena does is, like, like, anytime they're like, oh, she's done bad things, it's like, oh, it's mostly just, like, you have done drugs and you drink excessively and, like, yeah. you've had a lot of um, sex. And, like... She's never, like, a bitch. Like, she just... She seems to have the same personality. Oh, and then something she just I don't like that they do throughout the season is, like, they kind of try to, like, ex- like, excuse... I think for Serena, it's really easy for her to be nice because everyone is nice to her. Yeah. Except for, like, with the exception of, like, Blair, basically. Like, nobody really holds Serena accountable for her actions. So it's really easy for Serena to blow through life and be like, oh, I'm going to be nice to you. Like, I'm just a really good person because life is just super easy for her. Yeah. And I think, like, you when you watch her in the show, it's like, it's almost, yeah, like the creators of the show don't want to admit that they've created this character who's just like, yeah. lives, blows through life so easily. Like anytime that Serena deals with any sort of conflict or like issue, she's always like, well, you were mean to me first, so I had to get even. And then she does something awful as opposed to like trying to like understand why that person is really upset with you or like really like try to grasp it and i do think like to be fair when it comes to blair blair is the same way where she acts really rashly and like as soon as she finds out serena's done something to her she's just like immediately on the offense like how can i destroy serena but i just think serena does a lot of this like like i think what makes her character so frustrating is that she just blows through life so easily and then expects people to like um feel bad for her when like the smallest thing happens or like like, I think, like, a lot of her her problems just come from her, like, not willing to, ad- her not being willing to admit that, like, she's not always the good guy. 
Yeah, like um, she always is a good guy, and everyone always tells her she's the good guy. And she, I guess, never technically does anything wrong. Like, I don't know. Well, she does do things that are wrong. But, like, like the things that she thinks that she's done wrong aren't... Like, she only ever, like, can accept guilt for things that aren't that bad, but, like, can't... I think... Well, I think also... What, like, works... What, like, I think it works because, like, I think it kind of, like, makes her character feel more teenagery. is that, like... She doesn't understand yeah. why feeling bad about doing something isn't enough to, like, excuse her from doing it. Um, like, yeah. I think, like, that is very much, like, how, like, a kid sees things. It's like, well, I apologize and I feel bad. So, like, doesn't that mean you forgive me now? And, like, Serena, I think, is used to just, yeah. like, yeah. Like, I do think Serena's life just, like, and her friendship with Blair, like, I kind of, a lot of the time, even though I think Blair takes it way too far, I'm still on Blair's side because I understand why Blair is, like, hurt and betrayed by a lot of Serena's actions. Yeah. Whereas, like, with Serena, it just seems like she does things, she hurts Blair, she says, you shouldn't be mad at me about this, and then Blair does something really fucked up in return, but then Serena does something fucked up back and she starts to play the game, and then at the end of it, Serena's like, well, like, I didn't do anything that bad. I was only reacting to what you were doing. It's like, take ownership for, like, what happened to yeah. start with. Like, under- I feel like not- once you retaliate, that's, like, a two-way thing. Like, yeah. you're both. Because, <laughs> like, that's the thing is, like, like, I think definitely to start with, you're like, oh, I see where Serena's coming. Like, I think there was an episode where Blair was supposed to model some of her mom's clothing. And right. Serena comes yeah, and they just, lo- like, fall in love with her. And they- they're like basically trying to like edge Blair out of it and like have it be all Serena and Blair realizes this and is really hurt and Serena's response is Blair I just thought like we were she's like no one told me you weren't a part of it anymore and Blair's like you didn't notice like I my like your like your dressing room was there and mine was nowhere to be seen and yeah I wasn't around and she's like they just said you were running late and Blair's like I like literally can't believe you would do that and it's like yeah Serena doesn't question didn't question any of it and, like, even if it's not technically Serena's fault, it's, like, in that moment, you need to understand why Blair is really hurt by your actions. And, like, say, I'm really sorry and, like, um, this is really messed up and I obviously yeah. won't, like, continue and go on stage with this. And I'm pretty sure Serena, like, goes on stage and, like, she, like doubles down. That's yeah. the thing. And, like, Blair, like, definitely reacts poorly and, like, I think probably pulls some really toxic Blair shit. And then Serena from that is, like, okay, well, now it's time to take you down. And I'm like, the thing is, Blair acts like a spoiled, hurt child, which is basically what she is. Whereas Serena just, like, needs to be taken down a peg. Like, I feel like she's one of those people you meet in life and you're like, you genuinely need to, like, deal with some hardships in order for me to be okay with you as a person. No, I agree with you. And I think that, like, Blair is a better influence on Serena than Serena. Like, And I think Serena, like deeply negatively affects Blair like mm-hmm. Blair is like the only one that's ever like straight up with Serena and I like think... gives her any tough love and like is honest with her like she tells Serena like no Serena like you fucked up you need to apologize to Dan yeah <laughs> like I think calls her um, out on shit I think some of Blair's better influences like are no it's I think Ser- what Serena has done for Blair as a person it can amount to um 
maybe Claire being more willing to like talk to people who aren't in her social class and like barely and what Blair has yeah. done for Serena is like actually held Serena accountable for her actions yeah and like helped her while she's in distress and like tied up yeah. sense for her and like I just think I think as well like what really like sways like the whole like team Serena team Blair thing for me is that like a okay I don't know it's like I, a I don't think what they have is really a friendship I think it's like Serena leeches off Blair because she has no other friends and, like, kind of needs Blair. I mean, um, they have a toxic codependent relationship that yeah. should be cut off, but isn't. So you guys don't need to be friends. Like, this is, like, after the second friendship breakup, that's it. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I also think if like, you want to... come back from her sleeping with your boyfriend? Like, what the fuck? That's so... <laughs> okay, see, I think they potentially could have come back from that, but then after that would have had would have had to really double down on why they have a great friendship. But every time Serena and like, like post that, like really like make them like this, like great duo that is always mm-hmm. there for each other. But post that, like every time Serena and Blair's friendship is going well for more than one episode, they have a huge fight. Yeah. It's super toxic. They seem to like not really be like, I don't know. Serena, you slept with her boyfriend. Like maybe you don't do that if you want to be friends with her. And then, it's like you like Serena comes back into town in the pilot. Mm-hmm. She's the one that reaches out to Blair. Like she doesn't have to. Like she can just not rekindle that friendship, and she does. And you know how bad it is for you, and you know how bad it is for both of you because of how you just basically like imploded it the first time. And Blair doesn't know that. She like feels bad for you because you disappeared and thinks that something traumatic think- happened. I think when Serena shows up in the first episode, also, like, the way she, like, shows up and says hi to Blair is so yeah messed up. Like, she did it in such a public way as opposed to being, like, like giving Blair a call or, like, yeah. coming to her house when, like, She shows up and expects to, like, pick up where they left off. Because like, Serena's hi. the one pushing for them to be friends. Like, Blair's kind of like, I don't know, you fucking left me cold turkey. Like Serena is almost always the one pushing for her and Blair to be mm-hmm. friends. Which I think is crazy, but it's because Blair is a good friend to Serena. Yeah. That's why I think I'm always team Blair, because I'm kind of like, oh, Blair seems to have her own shit going on, and it seems more independent. And then you just mm-hmm. kind of, like, leech off of her and cause her problems. I feel like the only times that I think um, Serena and Blair's friendship is necessary is when they have to talk about their drama. But then, like, Blair mostly talks about her shit to Dorota. Yeah. Like, Blair doesn't even really need to talk. It's just, like, you need someone for Serena to talk to. And it's can't. Serena doesn't have a Dorota. Yeah. She's a true friend. Love that lady. I was going to ask, who's your favorite character? Hmm. I don't know. I think probably Blair, because I think she's the most, like, got the most character depth. I also, I do really like Nate as a character, but I think it's just because, like, like, I really like the, like, good boy yeah. kind of, like... Nate is also... Well, Nate is my favorite character, I think. Yeah. Like, the nice one, almost, I think, is Nate. And then they don't know how to play with Nate's character in this world um, as, like, the nice one without, like, just basically making it... Nate has a new girlfriend, and then he's kind of bad at being a boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, that's... no. Or, like... <laughs> Nate has a girlfriend, and now he's betraying his friends because his girlfriend told him to. <laughs> yeah, he but does like, just pull, 
pulled along through like random shit. I I made a list of the worst. I think I or I wrote down what I think the worst things Nate has done on the show is. And in comparison to all the other characters, it's just so nothing. Like I wrote, Nate slept with Serena while he was still with Blair and then led Blair on because his dad was pressuring him. But you forget that because he's 16. Yeah. Um, and an idiot. Him. And Blair's also too young. Yeah. Nate betrays, I think, Chuck's trust because a girl he's kind of dating tells him to. But like, not even that bad in the grand scheme of things because... Chuck probably does much worse all the time. And then the other bad thing he does is dates a high schooler in the last season of the show. And you're like, oh, I don't know if this is supposed to be bad because I actually don't fully comprehend how old you are. Oh, fair. So. Like, I don't, how, I don't know how old they're supposed to be. I think I mean, it's have... bad because I'm pretty sure he runs a newspaper by that point. Oh, okay. Good. But, like, also, he just randomly has career success, and I'm pretty sure didn't go to college. The worst storylines, I feel like. I like the one where his dad, like, his family kind of goes broke and his dad runs away. Can we talk about the fact that Nate's family money just seems to disappear and reappear, like, within seconds? Yeah. I was like, wondering one that, episode... is it, like, his mom has money, but, like, sometimes oh. he's homeless? I don't know. Okay, that's the other bad thing Nate does, is he's kind of a dick to Dan when Dan gives him a place to live. But that's mostly described as, like, he acted out out of, like, pride. And, like, I think genuinely fearing that his friends would, like, not be friends with him anymore if he wasn't wealthy like they are. But, yeah, no, his, I don't know. I think his his dad loses, gets arrested, and I think all his money, his assets get frozen or something. And then Nate's homeless. Yeah. And then I think maybe, like, he get they get the money back. Like, his dad's cleared from the charges. But then actually he's not and they lose all the money again. Like basically how they I think resolve that storyline is Nate goes to live with Chuck. Yeah, it's weird. I, I find Gus World does a lot with their plot lines. They're so like cyclical sometimes. I find they're like really repetitive. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Like, yeah, like the Nate dad stuff I think happens a couple times. There's the Lily and Rufus thing happens a couple times. There's like the um Chuck's dad and like uncle drama happens a couple times. Well, Chuck's dad literally dies and then comes back to life and then dies again. Yeah, like they just like do the same thing over again. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. But all in all, I like Nate a lot. Like, I think he's probably my second favorite character. And that's just because I think like Blair shows a really good amount of like emotional depth and like does mm-hmm. a lot. That's She's fair. really good at, like, the bitchy one-liners, too, that, like, I think I really appreciate in a character. Yeah, no, totally. I think they're really fun. So, like, um, she would be my favorite. But I'm also glad, like, I like that it's not a situation where my two favorite characters are, like, the ones that get together. Like, it's very much, like, I like yeah. Nate and I like Blair, and when they date, they're terrible. <laughs> Like, like to both ends of the spectrum, yeah. I think they did a really good job of those two, like, being friends, but, like, the appropriate amount of friends with each other. Where, yeah. like, <laughs> it's really clear that, like, they have no sexual feelings for each other anymore, even though they dated for <laughs> half their lives. I think they um, did have sexual feelings for each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they probably did at one point a little bit, but, like, not Well, Blair lot. was... I, like it was always like Nate please have sex with me and Nate was like no and then she was like okay I'll have sex with Jack let's can we just quickly talk about um uh, J- 
Jenny and Vanessa. Sure. Who we haven't mentioned yet. I um, think Jenny is cool. I'm, I'm glad she left the show when she did, I think. Because she gets annoying. I don't like what they did to Jenny's character. Yeah. But I liked her up until she left the show, basically. Like, I... I did really enjoy her to start with as a character. And then I think in the last, like, season, half season, um, they started to really fuck with her character. And I didn't yeah. love that. Vanessa was just, like, Dan light. Like, she was, like, they were, like, <laughs> yeah. okay, Dan's They're, like, Dan's involved. not working. Send in another one. <laughs> They're, like, Dan's they part of this world fuck. now. We need someone else to be the moral high ground. And they send in Vanessa. And she just kind of sucks. And then she becomes super invested in the world and, like, becomes awful as a person. And then she leaves. And I'm glad she left. Yeah. (laughs) She's literally Dan Light. Which is too bad because, like, I feel like she could have worked really well. But I think it's the thing is, like, I feel like it's, like, if they were going to have her be, like, a second Dan and be that, like, oh, I'm a poor person commentary... Um, she shouldn't be dating any of them. Yeah, I think she dates Dan and Nate. She can date Dan, I think, <clears throat> but I don't think she should be allowed to date Nate because he's just, like, the epitome of everything that she's supposed to hate. Are we good to move on to finales? Or do you have... Okay. Yeah, no, I'm good to move on. Did you look into the finale at all? Do you know what happens? I think I know that Dan and Serena get married and that mm-hmm. it's everyone forgives Dan for being Gossip Girl because he was going through a a tough time or something. Yeah, they basically are all like, oh, well, like, it's in the past. And, like, Dan admits to being Gossip Girl to Serena. That's so fucked up. And it's so dumb. (laughs) Where it's like, I feel like they should be way more angry at him. But, okay, fine, they're not. Like, or, or, okay, fine, they don't care who Gossip Girl is anymore. And they're like, oh, it's in the past. Like, why do you still care, Serena? And then... Or maybe it could have been, like, Dan's, like, I started Gossip Girl. But, like, I never meant for it to get, like, yeah, like, I think something like that. Like, it was like a project, and I was, like, really, in, like, obsessed with you guys. He's, like, it started, like, this. And, like, I totally would have gotten it from that perspective. But then, like, he did take it back over by the end. So, like. Aren't there, like, a ton of, like, did you, did you like, read the thing where it's, like, the, the writer is, like, from the start, it was going to be. Eric. Names? Yeah, Eric. But and then, then people, people were guessing, guessing it. that it was Eric. So yeah. they changed it, which um, I watched like a, I don't know what it was. It, uh, maybe it was like a video essay or like it was a response to this. And it was basically saying like, it's a good thing if audiences yeah. can guess what the so- solution of the mystery is. Because that means that you did a good job at like leaving breadcrumbs yeah. and like making it. Or like, yeah, like leaving breadcrumbs and like showing who it was like making it something that people guess because people love like if that is a mystery and that's a thing like people love trying to solve that kind of stuff totally yeah like no one's gonna be mad that they guessed it right i guess they wanted to seem really smart but then also like i don't know you're writing gossip girl Mm -hmm. it's okay by the end i was like i was happy dan and serena got married just for the reason that i don't know if it was just me but i was like so done with those two characters that I was like, yeah, just marry them off and like have them go off and be their thing. Yeah. And Blair finally gets her happily ever after with Chuck and they get married. 
kind of weird that it happens after Chuck murders his father. Oh. But, um, cool. Yeah. I guess, like, I don't know if it's murder. Chuck just doesn't save his father when his father uh, is holding on to a roof. Again, they can't commit to the characters actually doing bad things. It's like Chuck and his dad get into a physical altercation. And then his dad is holding onto the roof and is like, help me, son, help me. And Chuck's like, mm, nah. And then his also dad fair. falls. Chuck's dad fucking deserves it, doesn't he? Like, he yeah, yeah. Shit. yeah. He, I was glad he was gone, too. But it's like, and then. I just the think they should have gone person... ham. They should have had him, like, fully kill his dad. Yeah, so then that's it's the thing. It's like. Chuck and Blair are on the roof together, I think, in that his dad and him get into a fight, so Blair sees it, and then they have to get married so that she can't testify against him. I think I did see that. I thought it was, like, a, a but then, so But dope. then Blair was, like, but then Blair was, like, and Chuck was, like, no, like, I want to give you your fairy tale. Like, I don't want us to get married um, just because we have to, and she's, like, no, I, re- I really want to marry you. Like, let's Also, Blair, if you're the only other witness, you can just say he fell, like, yeah, she <laughs> you don't have lie. to, like... <laughs> I also liked that <laughs> Nate ended the season or the series without a girlfriend because I feel like girls were his like big trouble. Like every time Nate had a girlfriend, <laughs> shit hit the news. fan for him. And so it was kind of like, oh, he's single. I think he was like running for mayor or something like that, oh, which yeah. makes sense for him because he's very charismatic. Yeah. Um, Nate, and well. like he's just, I feel like focusing on his career and himself. And I liked that a lot in the finale. And that's Are they also basically... friends, the finale? Yep. They do Are a they five years. Friends? They do a five years later cut where it's Dan and Serena's wedding. And oh, Chuck and Blair right. have a kid. And Nate's running for mayor. And also, I think, Lily's randomly back with her ex. Um, like, they do some really makeshift random couples at the end that I don't really get, but okay. Well, everyone has to end up with someone at the end of it. Except, except for Nate. Yeah, he doesn't. Me. He doesn't end up well, with that high schooler he was dating. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> well, that sounds like a very fitting finale for Gossip Girl. I do think it's weird they're also friends at the end because I feel like they should not be friends. Seems like they just like trauma bonded, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, they did just trauma bond. I feel like they had like that like Pearl Liars. I was like, oh, they like they always like kind of were like, oh, like they were friends in like middle school and now they've grown up and they've grown apart and like because all this shit went down and then this is more a story of like them not being friends but like whatever okay they're friends now i think they might reveal dan as gossip girl in the five years later cut as opposed to right away which i think is part of why they forgive him because they're like oh it's been like five years since this you were even present and serena's writing like a book i just wouldn't admit it at that point yeah. I just, like, still don't care who Gossip Girl is. Does it ever become, yeah. like, a bigger, like, issue? Yeah. Later in the series, I think they're like, what do we do with Serena? We'll make her on a hunt for who Gossip Girl is. Oh, I see. That's so stupid. I feel like that's basically what it is. I think um, one thing the show is missing for me overall is, like, it got so cyclical, and it's like, you're doing this whole, they seem to abandon the whole social commentary thing after, like, season one. And then they they go into this world of just like whimsical like richness in mm-hmm. the Upper East Side, New York. And I think I wish they had gone harder on that. I feel like they they don't do a well, lot of one, like in rich one people season, things. Where Mary's a prince. I guess. Oh yeah. That in season that's that's five. too far. Pull that back. <laughs> in season five, I mean, where like, Mary's um, a prince. In terms of like the setting or like plot devices, like they're never yeah. like. 
on I a do yacht like, or like golfing or like I don't know like all the shit that like I feel like they do in like succession or something I think they could do more of like because in season three in the opening of season three I think or maybe opening of season two I can't remember they are like they do like I think more stuff where like they're at country clubs and stuff like that for like the first episode for, like, oh, okay, okay. and then that's it season two or three I can't remember but I do know that I think it would have been better yeah if they played around with like the settings a little bit more they play around with the outfits a lot which I really love like they okay. give Blair and Serena these like crazy yeah, outlandish yeah, totally. outfits and I love that but yeah if they could play more with the setting maybe they like do do travel together and like they go on a vacation together and like that yeah, causes trauma totally I just hey like that friend group going on vacation together drama would ensue Gossip Girl goes international yeah I love when shows yeah. too bad <laughs> yeah my takes on the finale were like I feel like I liked it because I liked that it was genuinely an ending to the show and I didn't have to, like, okay, yeah. be a part of it anymore. Like, I was like, okay, I can comfortably put this in the past now. I think doing a five-year cut is a really good way to, to end I love when that. shows do, like, um, like five years later yeah. or, like, ten years later or something because I also like it because they don't give anything else an opportunity to, like, come in and be like, Oh, but right after that happened, shit hit the fan. And I'm like, no, I don't want that. I want to know that my characters went off and lived happily ever after, and that's that. I think same, and I think it works really well here. Usually I'm not a fan of it. Usually I'd rather it just end kind of like on a normal day. I I Um, like when, maybe like it could be like New Girlfriends where they're moving out, but like I like, sometimes I don't like the hard cut because I like having things left to the imagination. But for no, this one, I, I think like it works well because, like, the whole time has just been <laughs> random shit going on with them. I, so I usually... like that. It's like, no, okay, this is the fixed thing that they end up doing. Cool. Should we move on to our hot takes? Yeah, baby. What are your hot takes? Some, start with something spicy. Start okay. Wild. I want to hear something, s- something spicy. You want to hear something spicy? I don't know how spicy this is, but I did recently look up when I was trying to find out the bad things Nate does, Nate did in the show, I did recently look it up and find out that it was like reasons why we hate Nate and one of them was because of his thing with Jenny and my hot take is I actually thought Nate and Jenny were kind of cute together I felt like my only problem with them was it was a lot of build up for no payoff Bro, yeah, they just, my like, favorite couple in the show is Nate and Jenny that is also going to be one of my hot takes <laughs> they're okay, so, so cute together they they did this like build up of like also showing basically why because nate was with serena at first and jenny was kind of trying to destroy that relationship with it that was fucked yeah. up but then like they did this build up of like why nate and jenny made sense as a couple and i was like oh i can kind of see it i'm kind of enjoying this i think this could be cute and then nate rejects her she fucks chuck and she leaves <laughs> good for jenny honestly <laughs> But, like, no, same. Like, I really wanted them to get together, and I thought they were going to pull the trigger on it. Because I saw them flirting, and I hated Cowards. Vanessa, so I was, like, fully on board for Jenny and Nate. And, like, why Why do they say we hate him for this? Like, they don't have I an think, age difference, really. Like, they're both in high yeah, school. Yeah, because he was, well, I think he was, like, had just graduated, and she was in high school still. But, but like, like, their age gap is, like, one to two years, so at no point yeah. I think <laughs> that's, like, in, inappropriate. Like, I think the reason why it was like gross for Chuck to hit on Jenny in season one was because she was this naive, 
unassuming 14 year old girl who really didn't understand anything and Chuck was like very intentionally yeah. preying on that whereas like with like later in the show like when she's like knows a lot about this world but then also she and Nate just have this like genuine friendship and this bond that mm-hmm. has been formed and then you're like oh yeah I want to see you date and like everyone knows that Nate and Serena are never gonna last that's a that's a relationship built on lies and cheating and affairs you think that's gonna last yeah like I I don't know yeah their chemistry was really good and like they were the only ones that ever felt like they genuinely enjoyed each other's company other than maybe like Serena and uh Dan but um yeah okay that was the other thing is yeah it felt like they genuinely really cared about each other yeah in a way that wasn't toxic like I think Jenny did do some toxic things that like I would chalk up to her being a teenager and being frustrated with the fact that she can't express her feelings properly which I think all of them had done in the show and were still doing the show so I wasn't like that mad at her I'm a sucker as well for like I guess this is kind of a trope but like for like the younger like shy sibling like the little girl has like a crush on like the older guy but then like yeah like, I goes, like the, gets like you know his I guess it's like, and, the, like the brother's best friend trope I kind of yeah. enjoy that sometimes where it's like she's the younger sibling who like he didn't necessarily look at and then like you know like they all of a sudden they for some reason like start hanging like, out up or whatever like, and then they're like yeah and then like sparks start a fly in I kind of <laughs> yeah. like that too because I like when it's like characters that you wouldn't expect or like wouldn't under normal circumstances get together and then like something happens where they have to interact and then you realize they have so much chemistry and you're like oh, okay I wouldn't see yeah this. I think it's such like a fun like like a fun character arc as well as like that like growth into like femininity where it's like oh fuck like men are just stupid and like I can't easily yeah. get this guy if I just wear like heels kind of thing you know like I feel like that's really fun too when she realizes like well, oh I, I am also, hot shit and I am turning heads and like that's fun. I also really like that it feels like he really supports her like journey from like yeah. being the typical like Upper East Side kind of Barbie doll to like being a more like alternative like fashion like getting into like the life that she wants to get into and he really like seems to support that and like help her out like when she yeah. needs him he's like always there which i really like i love to see yeah, i like <laughs> the the parallel of like him kind of like coming out of that world like losing all his money and status at least in season one and then jenny kind of like trying to go into that world yeah i think it's like, a I nice, think, like um, they kind of meet in the middle i think they all yeah they also both like have i think similar understandings of that world and like how harsh and cruel it can be um yeah, while like still Jenny also kind of gives up on it she kind of yeah she rebels the... it she rebels against it she kind of rejects it later in the show mm-hmm. and I think also like both of them are like these they have this like they want to be the good guy but they struggle with being the good guy and trying to live within the like walls of this world and like the comp Complicated yeah. like, topics of it, which I enjoy. like. I just think their characters that like they really worked, and I was genuinely really upset with like the direction the show chose chose to go. No. And I know that the but, girl oh, who no, plays they gotta make like Nate sleep with a teacher instead. Like no, <laughs> um, I know that the woman who or the person who plays Jenny wanted to like leave the show. Like she was not oh, happy. Okay. But I think what could have been a fun way for her to maybe leave the show and like leave the door open for her and Nate. Because she left the show at the end of, what, season three, season four? Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Later in the show, she left it. I feel like it could have left the door open if, like, 
maybe like she and Nate kissed or like they hooked up and then she's like I can't yeah. be in this world like it's really bad for me it's like yeah I'm just like because like that is basically why she leaves but they say like the, the sort of tipping point is when she hooks up with Chuck but I think what's almost like would be better is like she recognized that the world was bad for her mental health but like when she was leaving maybe she like gave me a kiss goodbye and like there was some sort of like acknowledgement that this was a relationship that was like sweet and like could have happened yeah or like maybe if it was kind of like let's run away together but nate like couldn't or something or like yeah yeah she's like oh like come with me like i'm, I'm leaving yeah um, kind of and thing. leave this like, world behind like because i think both like, of them do kind of like talk about wanting to reject the world but then nate's like i can't like this is just who i am and then yeah um yeah anyways do you have another hot take um oh i, I don't know if this is a really hot take but i thought that Jenny, okay, so I thought, I really didn't like Jenny and Blair's rivalry in season one. I well, thought they had a rivalry like, later. Sorry? Did they have a rivalry in season one? Like, I like, whenever they ha- however early they have it, I feel like it's too early. Because initially what happens is Jenny idolizes Blair and, like, is trying to be one of her minions. But that, like, does that, like, slowly go into, like, her their rivalry no. or is it like at the I same think Blair time Blair does something shitty to Jenny and she like and then I think Jenny like tries Jenny. to like one up Blair and then yeah. Blair like straight up destroys Jenny and then Jenny like comes back as like anti all of that and like is friends with right. like Eric and like there's that whole thing I think like um, I'm okay with it okay so the reason why I think it's just too soon like I think it's fine but I think like Jenny was presented as too much of a threat for the reasons that I think it worked really well for Jenny. And I think that like Jenny being so much of a threat kind of detracted from us, like understanding that Blair was supposed to be like the main threat. Um, but I think like yeah. it worked well for Jenny and it should have been maybe saved for her to be like a bigger bad later on when she's like in her emo phase. Like I think she should have been like a, yeah. like, a villain of the season. I do think it takes away from like Blair's. Yeah. Because honestly, the way it looks to me is Blair is like an older, more confident person who is yeah. just bullying a, like a kid. Yeah, it's weird. It's like this is a freshman. You're like, <laughs> it's like I feel like, and I why do, would you even talk to one? Like, <laughs> I do get that. Like, we have to like, yeah. Like, I just think like Blair is obviously the one who has more power in that situation. Like, Blair is obviously the one who is in control and in charge yeah. more. And I think Jenny should be depicted at the start, at least more as like a pain in Blair's ass. Yeah. And like an actual genuine threat. And I think it would have been interesting to see them as like frenemies for a bit before like they become full blown enemies. Or maybe they're frenemies and then they like learn to respect each other. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. I don't know. One of the two, but I think some sort of middle. Yeah, like I think you're right. And I think they give Jenny way too much power way too early on. Um, do you think that Serena's mom is kind of a slut? Yes or no? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think that Serena's mom... Okay, I want to say this. I think Lily and Rufus have the grossest relationship. (laughs) I think it's so weird that they had a relationship and got married while their kids were still having this weird on-again, off-again relationship and their kids were still living with them. Like, I think fine, like, eight if you want to date, like, obviously don't let that, but I think there is some aspect of, like, aren't you worried your kids will just be, like, 
straight up like hooking up like next door to each other like all the time like i think there's that weird thing and then also i don't like that they did this parallel of like well lily and rufus were just like dan and serena and tried to make it work i hate that i hated it it was terrible it's so like like, incesty it's like what i almost kind of would have been like oh yeah we did in high school and it just didn't work because of x y and z and it's like okay that's fine and maybe like they use that as like a way to be like hey maybe our kids can be different like maybe they can like have this sort of like yeah maybe maybe we can like help them like not have these two different worlds thing be as big a deal as it was for us and like not like anything sexual between them not like oh we want to be together like just like a hey like let's make it easier on our kids because this was something that was a real struggle for our relationship and it really hurt like yeah i think that would have been okay but i didn't like that they had something in the show it just felt yeah really incesty it's really weird yeah and it's like it's just, like, I, I feel like I see it more from Lily's perspective than Rufus, so that's probably why I think, like, Lily is more comfortable. But it seems like Lily, as well, kind of knows from, like, the first mention of Rufus's name that she still has feelings for him. And, like, I don't know. It seems like mm-hmm. she's never, like, really appalled or, like, ignorant. Yeah. Well, in, or, like, dismissive of him. In the first episode, Rufus is very much still, like, thinking that he and his right. uh, ex-wife are going to get back together. But, like, Lily kind of isn't, and I think it's kind of weird. But I think, li- yeah, Lily is very much like, oh, he's the one that, like, got, got away. away. Yeah. Or, like, she's bitter like, about it. That's so weird. Yeah. And then. It's just, like, own your feelings. Like, it's fine to, like, feel that way, but you can't just act as if nothing's wrong and then, like, sleep with him mm-hmm. a couple years down the line. Like. Yeah, I just think that whole really, like, I don't like when shows do it where it's like, oh, you know, like, um. It's like these two, like these two characters start dating, and then you find out their parents used to date in high school, and you're like, it's not like, it's not, it's not cute, cute like you think it is, or some like fun parallel. It's just like kind of gross. Yeah. It's like, oh, you. It's like, oh, okay, so like you almost got married and had because also one yes, of us. like to me that's like, oh, then like if it had worked out, like we would we would be, be siblings. siblings. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what's the shit. Like, I guess not really, but, like, yeah, like, yeah. No, but, like, if it had worked out and you had kids, like, the equivalent would be, like, let's say it's we existed. Like you would so rather like, us be siblings, and that's weird. And, like, yeah. you're probably going to treat us kind of like siblings, and that's weird. Yeah, like, I just think, yeah, it was really incesty and gross. I don't know like, if I think Lily's really a date. slut, but I didn't like that parallel. Um, I thought she was kind Do of a think slut because she sleeps with Rufus on her the, the night before her wedding. Oh, does she? Oh, yeah, she marries Bart. I forgot. Oh, yeah, yes. she marries Serena's... Bart because, quote-unquote, I just want to get married right now. <laughs> Serena's just, like, related to all of them by the end, huh? Yeah. Like, it's, like, not cute. They're, like, filming it with, like, little, like, cute music. She's, like, leaving Rufus's apartment, like, in her wedding dress. Like, gotta go get married. And he's, like, okay, I love you forever. And she's, like, I'll love you forever, too. And it's, like, that's not cute or romantic. That's disgusting. Like, that's, you're about to yeah. walk down the aisle how do you sleep at night that's also like i think that's like almost something that would like make sense if they were like the age of like the other characters like flair yeah like they do that like if you were like i'm getting married but i love you but like no like you're not the one for me but like one last time like sort of like that kind of you could see it as like a pained romance but they're in their like 40s or 50s like get your shit together and stop sleeping with your high school boyfriend 
Is there a reason in particular why she feels the need to marry... What's his name? Charles Bass or whatever Chuck's dad's name is. I said Chuck's um, I guess it depends on the timing. Like, if Dan and Serena are still together, then maybe she's like, I can't, ever, I can't be with him because my daughter. Or if not that, maybe it's like, oh, like, our relationship will never work. Like, no matter how much I love him, it just won't work. I think it was they're, the like, former because she was very much like, I'm in love with you, but I'm going to marry yeah well because like i know that like they talk about it like oh well the reason our relationship wouldn't work is just because like we really like like rufus won't be a part of the world that she's in and she won't give up that world for him i guess but he kind of is anyways yeah but like yeah Yeah. no that's how she like that's how they depict it and then that's why also why they get divorced (laughs) i'm pretty sure is because rufus is like i don't want to be in this world like i let you sort of I think he sort of feels like she's forced him into this like upper class world and he wants to live his life that's like also upper class but like slightly less upper class I guess (laughs) this is upper middle class right yeah he's like I want to be in my middle upper class world and she's like (laughs) I want to be in my upper upper class world and they're like can't agree on it yeah but like Um, I think that's fair but it's weird that so her logic is just well I can't be with the man I love. So I guess I'll get married to someone else that I don't love. Like, what? That's not, like, they're not mutually, like, exclusive. But, um, yeah, I'm also going to say this. This is, a, I feel like, a really hot take that my 12-year-old self would kill me for saying. Oh, what are you going to say? I think Dan and Blair were actually kind of cute. Like, I, I, I know you didn't watch that season. I didn't. They formed this fun friendship um, where, like, I felt like they created some sort of actual mutual respect for each other. And I didn't realize until I went back and rewatched, like, I think I, like, watched, like, randomly a few scenes of them together. And I realized they're very well matched for each other. They're both, like, like, they're both intellectuals. Like, they both, like, are really smart. And, like, I think when... Blair comes at him in petty ways. Dan is, like, really quick to call her out and be, like, just tell me why you're really mad. Like, don't be, like... Oh, okay, that is kind of nice. Like, don't, don't be, like, this I Blair. I like, see it. Like, I feel like he's just, like, he forces her to not play the game. Okay, that's good. As much. And I kind of enjoyed them. And I think, honestly, in a real-world setting, their relationship could have worked. Because they did show, like, them trying to meet in the middle sometimes, like be like okay like you're from you're from this part of new york and i'm from this part of new york like how are we ever gonna make this work (laughs) that's the ridiculous but yeah so i think like they do show to some extent why their relationship could work and then like they kind of have to like be like oh but it just won't like they they kind of like depict it as like this tragic romance at the end like lily or rufus where it's like oh no but like we must break up now And then, like, obviously they couldn't sell it because, like, Chuck and Blair are built up to be, like, the couple. But I genuinely... And, like, for the show, their relationship was, I think, a little bit too... Like, I don't remember all of it. Like, I only really remember some of it. But from what I remember, their relationship was not... Like, not problematic in the way that a relationship goes. Like, I feel like they... Yeah. they They respected each other enough to be honest with each other I think 
he forced Blair to be less of like the sort of petty rich girl mm-hmm. game player. But at the same time, like they both are very good at playing the playing the game. Like I think they they have a really good match because I think they're both as smart as each other. Okay. So like I felt like it made sense. But I also know that my younger self would have killed me for saying this. No, I think uh, I think I can definitely see it. I mean, like I I was always like a Blair Chuck stan. I don't know. They're pretty entertaining. So was I. They're definitely toxic and not healthy. So maybe it's like they would be the healthiest couple, but not the yeah. I think like the they were are. they were a healthy couple, but they're not going to be where the rating. I thought they were relatively healthy. Okay, no, I can kind of see that. That's interesting. It's it's more fun, at least. Like, it's kind of annoying that they kind of hit the nail on the head in the first season with, like, Chuck and Blair and Dan and Serena, only to break them up for the entire series and then put them back together at the end. Yeah. Like, that's kind of annoying. I definitely think... Maybe I'll watch that. I kind of want to see a little Dan-Blair action. I wasn't sure if I would, but it sounds intriguing. Um. Yeah, they're together for a really short amount of time. Like at the end of season five, but like I don't know, they form a really nice friendship where like he kind of okay. is like her knight in shining armor. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I just yeah, I like watching characters that I feel like are well matched in terms of like when I watch a couple fight, is one of them clearly gonna win, or like is there sort of a bit of fun with like how oh, okay, um, yeah. what's gonna happen? Like you sort of are like. Like, it's not just, it's like if Blair, when Blair and Nate are together, it's like Blair is smarter than Nate. Blair will just win every time if they, like, yeah. have an argument. I feel like but, as well, Blair needs to be kind of the, the the top in the relationship. Like Yeah. I think sometimes I felt bad when, like, her and Chuck would argue. I think, like, Chuck won too many times. Like, I think she's, what, like, I, I feel like she always kind of looked at her worst and, like, most desperate when her and Chuck were arguing. Yeah, because I think with her and Chuck, she was a lot more emotional and he was a lot more, like, yeah, not. So I think, like, what I all, yeah, what she I also like. He was kind of like, just a dick. Like, like, he wouldn't ever, like, let up. Or yeah. Very often, at least, yeah. And it was, like, she would forgive him because he showed a shred of emotion. Whereas, like, yeah. he didn't yeah, actually honestly, earn it. honestly, they're not great. Together. Well, okay, that's the thing is, like, I definitely was a Chuck and Blair stand, and I probably always will be, like, yeah, yeah. Let's switch me together. But, fun. like, but, like, I also, in my head, like, if I were to watch this show now as an adult and watch their relationship unfold, I don't think I would, like, really be okay with it. I'd probably also then be fine with, like, if Blair were to end up with Dan at the end. Like, I think then Chuck would be a good, like, first few seasons boyfriend it's a, yeah like, i think he would have been a good sort of boyfriend to make her realize that she needed something different yeah because i when i think of dan and i think of chuck they're like very opposite yeah it's kind of like crazy as well which i feel like happened more back then than it does today maybe it's just like an oversaturation of them today but like everyone on gossip girl at least most everyone kind of got like pretty big careers off of the yeah show, right? like that was a big start for a lot of them i would say like blake lively is huge yeah. Leighton Meester has had a really good career, too. Even, like, um, Chase Crawford's in a fair bit of stuff. Chase Crawford, Penn Badgley's always pretty big. Like, the least big, I would say, is Ed Westwick. And, like, I've still seen yeah. him in some other stuff. He had, like, he was on, like, a show. He was a lead on a show for a bit, I think. Oh, was he? I know he, like... Did Jenny do, like, music afterwards? Yeah, she did. Okay. 
I do like like Lively a lot. Like I feel bad hating Serena so much almost because I'm like I'm not personally attacking you, Blake Lively. I really <laughs> like you. Um, um, and I am, yeah. And plus, Serena is a fellow blonde, which yeah. I love to see. But to see the blondes represented. You know, I always have to be the Serena character because I'm a blonde. But do I love her? No. Do I like her? No. <laughs> okay. I noticed. Most people said they were team. We did our Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who are you team? Yeah. No I one noticed Giles. That, <laughs> no. Uh, I noticed that most people said they were team Angel and Giles was in second place. Really? Spike was in last at the end of it. No one's team Spike. People are wrong. I was talking to my sister about it and I was like, I saw you were team Angel. And she was like, yeah, I'm not fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like basically like Whoa. the gist of it we had a conversation if you have no like, taste fine <laughs> she's like, like yeah so i was like taste. you don't want to pick giles and she's like no absolutely <laughs> not so anyways thought that was a fun discovery most people are team angels so maybe we really do have hot hot takes i guess so we're really uh taking the um, most beaten path um yeah we'll do yeah, so we'll almost follow up with that and then like who's we should do, we should maybe do like Gossip Girl Couples. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Gossip Girl Couples. We'll do, we'll do like a, a Dan and, are you like Team Dan, Serena, Team like Blair, Dan, or Team Jenny, Nate? And we don't even mention <laughs> Chuck and Blair. <laughs> <laughs> do you exclusively the couples no one likes or do you? Yeah, Serena, Serena, <laughs> and Nate, Jenny, and Nate, Dan, and Dan and Blair, and like Vanessa and anyone. <laughs> Vanessa and Vanessa, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anyways, what let a... us know. Yeah, let us know who your favorite characters are, who your least favorite characters are, what couples worked for you, why, and uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to drop a like comment subscribe ring that bell <laughs> hey ding that bell <laughs> to get notified when we drop new episode yeah. i feel like yeah we're really bad at pushing ourselves in terms of like saying oh yeah keep following follow our instagram yeah, at don't do read into it pod yeah we do um, appreciate everyone who follows and listens to us um we put a lot of work into it so yeah it's great too I let my school school grades fall by the wayside to work on this. (laughs) Yeah, Rebecca's better. You better appreciate. 